another episode with Brie and Liz on Relatable Reality. It is 8 a.m. on Sunday. Sunday. <laughs> How are you doing on this Sunday morning? I'm good. Good. I uh, thought all day yesterday that it was Sunday, so it's kind of refreshing to wake up today, not to an alarm clock and have just... Yes, and have an extra day. Yeah. Surprise! Yeah, it's so nice. It's so nice. And you had like a long week or a short week last week. So, yeah, makes it even better. Even better. And I have a short week this week. Oh, yeah, that's so exciting. Good. Um, I, to be honest, Cannot remember much. I remember like Summer House. Let's start with Summer House reunion. Okay. Summer House people came into this reunion wild. Amped. They came in as hot almost as the Vanderpump Rules cast. Almost, yeah. Well, and I don't understand like, okay. I love Sierra. I love Sierra. But, like, she has not been giving that much lately. No. At all. And then it's, like, at the reunion, she just looked like a sourpuss. And I was like, why are you so cranky, dude? Like, you you weren't in any drama this season for once. Like, there was no Austin. There was no anything, you know? I legitimately, this this season, kept forgetting Sierra was there. Huh. Because she was, like very quiet she was very quiet she was not present she was not like really a part of anything i Mm -hmm. i really kept forgetting that she was even on the trip right and maya uh maya too was kind of quiet all season until obviously the finale when we noticed there's weird stuff between her and oliver oliver which that was really disappointing yeah how shitty he ended up being so she said on the reunion that she's found out as of recently that there was 11 different girls that he was cheating with, which. How do you even have time? Well, it seems like he had a lot of time because it didn't <laughs> seem like they hung out very often. Like even I mean, when they, even when they hung out, they seemed very distant. I don't think it's right that he cheated, but I also think that. Their relationship was kind of interesting, maybe. Yeah, I feel like their re- their relationship was very distant, and I feel like it always kind of was. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't the most surprising thing. I think it's disappointing, but I was like, oh, yeah, they didn't work out, obviously. I know. I think just I did not picture him being that kind of guy is all. Yeah. That like, sense. that is a really special kind of person to cheat on your girl with 11 different people. Like, what the fuck? Break up with her, bro. Break up well, with not her. O- not only 11 different people, but somebody that your relationship's been filmed and broadcast to the entire right. nation. Like, it's weird. It's so weird. Anyway, yeah. so that was, I just found that to be disappointing. I will say, I'm like you, I'm not surprised it didn't work out because Maya was so reserved and just did not seem like she was in a place to be fully present with him. Right. Um, But I still love Maya. 
obviously she she's just kind of the same schmort of like such a supporting character oh very much she's not a star no and then Lindsay and carl okay Lindsay came in like channeling evil yeah. she looks so evil and grumpy and i was just like this is why nobody likes you though because you don't take accountability for anything you shift the blame on everyone else. Like, even I was getting pissed because there's so much about Lindsay and Carl. I want info on, like, why don't they have jobs? Like, what was this big blow up? Like, you know, like all this right. inside scoop about their relationship that they keep so fucking secret. Yeah. So that was and- the only thing that was like, come on, Andy, you're like not going yeah, in with Andy's those not two. asking the questions. No. At all. He's not going in on those two at all. No. Yeah. I feel like the only people go- really going in on them is Kyle and Paige. Yeah. Paige is pretty epic. This uh, reunion. She's not with the bullshit. No. And she shouldn't be. Lindsay's so mean and nasty. Uh huh. And she always has been to Paige. I mean, even they, they pan back to Paige's first season and I, I forgot about all that. I had too. And I, even when Paige brought it up, she's like, you screamed at me my first season. She's like, no, I didn't. She's like, okay. Like, Lindsay, just shut the fuck up. You literally take no account. How can you say, no, I didn't? How can you say that? You scream at everyone every season. Right. She she can't remember who she screamed at and not screamed at. You're right. You're right. I hate her, though. I just hate it. And Kyle brought up the whole, Kyle and Amanda brought up the whole when Lindsay broadcasted to the entire world on film that That's Kyle right. had supposedly cheated, but there was no proof that he had cheated. It mm-hmm. was just this rumor that was going around. And I can see why Amanda was hurt. Like, I'm supposed to be your friend. You're supposedly love me so much. And then you're going to wait until you're being filmed to bring uh-huh. this up on camera. Uh-huh. Like, duh, what? Duh. That's like, so, and the fact that she didn't even apologize or like see anything wrong with it. Is like proof enough that she's so self-consumed oh, and yeah. pro- probably a borderline narcissist because it's like you that takes so much time, so much planning. Nowhere in that along the way did you go, oh, this is kind of shitty. I should just like let them know. No, you just like and then I like how Amanda said, I wouldn't have done this to you. Like I would have told you off camera and then asked you how you want to handle it on camera because obviously we right. have to film about it. But the way obviously Lindsay went about it was very uh not yeah it was very not about like saving or protecting their relationship it was about exposing it like having a storyline a thousand percent (laughs) and that's really too bad when somebody is your friend you know yeah it was and then carl just like blindly supports her he follows her understand it's like he no longer understands the concept of how that would hurt Amanda and Kyle. It's all about like, oh, well, you know, Lindsay. Lindsay's uh, the best. Huh? Shut the fuck up, Carl. Uh-huh. Yeah, I totally agree. And then he's like telling um, when he told Kyle, like, you use this show as a big ad as or like, what was it? You plan screen time or whatever oh yeah because they were talking about Lindsay, how she like produces her own segments basically how she only lets out what she wants to let out and she plans shit with producers and 
Carl was like, well, you do that with Loverboy. And he goes, this is a business, not somebody's life. Like I went to production and this is obviously going to be part of my life. And so I went to production and talked to them about this being part of it. And they agreed this, but this is a product. This is a business. If anybody else had a business, they would do the same thing. Mm -hmm. I'm not producing somebody else's life and how they're portrayed to the world. Yeah. It's completely different. Right. Right. So same old shit on Summer House. I will say I love watching Kyle and Amanda now because they just seem so much more like at peace and like rooted in their relationship and their marriage. And they're fun. They're more fun to watch. Yeah. And it's like I like this look on Kyle where he's a little bit more like, I don't know if grown or like matured is the right word, but he's just like more got his act together more. Yeah. I mean. His actual look, I don't like on him. Oh, it's ugly. And Uh, all of that. Like, I, it's hard to look at him. Yeah. I like his new attitude change for sure. Uh Uh-huh. Did you watch all of Kardashians? Because I didn't. I can't even get through it. It makes me so sad. I know. I did watch the Kardashians, but I wasn't 100% involved. Um, engaged yeah yeah, I'm not actively watching it for sure it's Chloe got first of all it starts off with Kim and Chloe talking about how there's they don't understand why people on the blogs because Kim reads all the blogs about their show because she wants feedback and she doesn't understand why people on the blogs don't think that they're giving everything in their lives because they film everything and we're supposedly on the inside know of what's going on in their lives Mm um no (laughs) <laughs> not at all that was we such a dumb everything scene everything about tristan and chloe no you didn't mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. no you absolutely did not you filmed the last i don't know two weeks of chloe's you know baby and the baby shower and stuff like that and some emotion about oh i don't surrogacy really- yeah, surrogacy. I don't really feel that connected. And that was it. There was absolutely nothing about Tristan. No, dude. Nothing. I'm like, nothing. how could she literally sit sit here and try to convince us all that she like gave us the inside scoop or any juicy details? Like we knew more from the blogs than, than they said. Like we knew more from Instagram than we did from them. And that's yes. bullshit. And and now like she waited until this the series premiere to even release the fucking name of her kid. And at this point, nobody gives a shit. Nobody cares. No. <laughs> no, absolutely not. Um yeah, and then so Kim's like, annoying. I I share everything and blah blah blah. But then in the next sentence, she's like, I stay quiet for the kids and they're gonna Yeah. So yeah. are you sharing or are you staying quiet? I'm not yeah. sure. Uh-huh. I'm this not sure. This is not adding up. No, you, the, what's coming out of your mouth isn't even at like, uh huh. I don't know. That was, I thought that was bullshit. Then, um, Chloe talks about yes. how she got that tumor, um, removed from her face and she has this big scar and she has this talk with Malika. Malika's in tears. Like, I felt for her, but I was also like, this is over dramatized. Yep. Yep. Like, I can see why it would be so scary to be told, like, you have cancer on your face. You need to have it removed. Like, Fuck, yeah. Face is what makes you money. I, I get how terrifying that would be. Like that for sure would have some anxiety come with it. Yeah. 
but to invite your best friend over and to have this whole like crying session about it and oh don't make me laugh and then like it was very odd it just was corny dude it did not feel genuine at all it was so produced the fact that she's sitting there full makeup like i can't talk i have the the stitches inside my mouth and this it's like okay I get it. I get it. Yes. But these girls have got to stop trying to be so fucking relatable because it comes off as way less relatable. Like, what was Kim trying to be relatable about? She was like, I'm just like everyone else. And oh, I forget. But there was something where she was trying to be relatable. And I was like, this is making you more cringy. Like, we don't relate to you at all. Don't talk about anything that could potentially relate to us. And so... That's how I feel about Chloe too, trying to make this like a, I, it just feels like they're trying to use it as a distraction and a sympathy grabber more than like, oh, this is going on in my life right now. I don't feel good. I'm scared. Moving on. Yes. Even this morning, Chloe posted something on her Instagram and it was like, maybe it was last night. Let me see. It was in her stories. You know how Chloe goes through these like motivational post stories. Yeah. And she posted one that was like, nobody will remember your salary, how busy you are, how many hours you worked, or how many Gucci bags you owned. You're a fucking Kardashian. Everybody remembers that. Shut the fuck up, dude. Like, why? Why are you? Yeah, and then it says people, but people will remember how you made them feel, the time you spent with them, if you keep your word, or if they could count on you. Okay. The public will not remember any of that, because we don't know any of that, because you don't give us any of that information. You're just, on a rea- you're on a reality show that's supposed to be filming your entire life, and you're only giving us two percent of it. And we're supposed we we're don't supposed know to if, you're, if you're a good person or not anymore because you don't show it, right? And it's like we're supposed to be engaged when we have nothing to like go on. Like obviously, you're annoyed about Kanye. Obviously. You know, we're concerned because Scott got in a car wreck, but it's the fact that everything is so overproduced that everyone's over it. Like, this whole car wreck thing with Scott, like, yes, scary, but the way that Chris is, like, trying to make the conversation carry and, like, oh, in the interviews, oh, my God, obviously in this family, all that matters is each other. Like, we are family. And I'm like, obviously. Family first. Yeah, obviously, because you're making money off of all of them. Like, what? Right. <laughs> oh right. my god well, even that like i don't believe that it wasn't pre-planned that chris comes over with all of this shit for scott just yeah. on a random day no, i know telling penelope oh i saw you yesterday and the day before and the day before mm-hmm. and the day before mm-hmm. i don't believe that yeah it's just all too much now and i'm i just i don't want to watch it anymore so right. i don't know and if i just, can get through it and then, and then why are we saying like Oh, and I bought you a cake. Oh, and I this. And he's like, yeah, you don't even, you didn't even remember that it was. <laughs> nice that balloon. Or dairy free. Like, for dairy yeah. free. And she was like, oh, uh, he's been in your family for fucking 20 years. And you can't remember that. Like you sent that cake for the show. You sent yeah. it to be filmed on the show. Like, oh, she sent me a cake. Even though it, there was no meaning behind it. Because you can't even remember that he's lactose. Exactly. It's just too fucking phony now, and I don't care. I don't care. Yeah, it's weird. So I don't know if I can get through the episodes, (laughs) but I will continue to see. Like, and then Kylie goes to Paris, and 
she's doing all her makeup stuff. And I think what is happening or like what's very clear is they obviously are reading what we're saying about the show. And so they're trying to be more involved. Like all of a sudden Kendall and Kylie are on it more and right. they're doing like everyday things more, but it's too little too late. Like now the, the audience is already removed. The audience already doesn't care anymore. Well, not only that, but I think the main consensus is that they're not relatable anymore because it's overproduced. And now they're overproducing Kendall and Kylie in it. Exactly. That's what I mean. It's too late. It's too little too late. Like, if they had been... I don't know. I just think this whole Hulu approach was not the right move. I think, obviously, they have too much control. I don't know. Over it. Because it's not as carefree go with the flow as it used to be but it's it's not the same show either and i get that they're not the same people it's not the same show but i don't think people care anymore is the thing right you're never it's not a show anymore that you're gonna get like these epic tagline sayings for like right like i'm sorry it used to be fucking insane like remember chloe getting engaged and on camera she tells bruce and he's he flips out and everyone is involved like that kind of shit like not i lie to paris to work on my makeup like nobody's gonna remember my income and Uh uh-huh shut up so i can't yeah i can't it's hard to watch it's so brutal (laughs) It's borderline impossible. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> enough about boring Kardashians. Yeah. Let's go on to the less not so boring uh, Vanderpump reunion. Yeah. So we didn't record this week because. Life got well, weird. Yeah. Life happened. And uh-huh. that's okay. Um so Vanderpump reunion, it was a second episode of the reunion. I still thought it was amazing, but I didn't think it was as good as the first one. Well, no, so that one was just like, I, I think the, yeah, the first one was like, grab your attention. This one was keep your attention until the real juicy shit comes next week. Yeah. Like, um, it was good, but there wasn't anything that I was like overly shocked. There wasn't anything that I was like, you know yeah, wildly you were, like caught off guard by or surprised yeah. by or um yeah. okay we need to talk about obviously because everyone has seen it and i want to talk about like all the rumors going around about what the fuck is going on with sandoval and tom schwartz in the clip right before raquel comes out yeah. and it's like all quiet and all of a sudden tom's going sandoval's going green light green light and then out of nowhere, Schwartz pulls out an actual pill bottle, shakes it. So everybody looks at him. So everyone looks at him and it's like, what are you doing? What are you doing? You brought a pill bottle? Why did you bring an actual pill bottle? It's just Xanax. I need one. Why do you need one right now? Well, because I'm stressed. I was like, yeah. What the fuck is this? What's going on here? And why did we need to, a distraction before Raquel walked out? Like, what is the whole meaning right now? What, uh, Sandoval, this just proves further how much of a dumbass you are, because why do we care? <laughs> why do yeah, we need nobody... to distract it? You can't what... distract us from this. You think that the, you know, two seconds that this whole pill conversation is going to distract everybody from Raquel sitting there for hours having mm-hmm. an interview? Okay, can we talk about the fact that it was fucking bold 
of Andy to think that they were going to put Raquel next to Sandoval. Okay, but remember when they originally released the seating charts of the reunion, Raquel, Sheena was in the middle and Raquel was in the middle. I know. I know. And so, I I mean, obviously production was like, we're going to try to stir the pot here. We're going to put him in the middle. I and just... <laughs> I would have been like, Ariana, like, no? What? Are you fucking yeah. kidding me? Not only yeah. did they run around and have an affair on me all season, but now you're going to sit them next to each other in the reunion and talk about it? E- not going to happen. Right. Bold. Bold. It's, yeah, it's And Sandoval ridiculous. literally looks like... Like, so caught off guard. Well, what the fuck did you expect, dude? You really think everyone's just going to be, like, supportive of your relationship and ship it and be like, this is great. We're so happy about this. No! Right. No matter what you do, nobody's going to be okay with this ever. So, I don't know. I just, I cannot believe the amount of delusion from these idiots. Like, well, and the fact that... <laughs> The fact that all of his secrets about like him trying to control the narrative about his relationship and about how his relationship with Ariana, how Ariana's like, no, I'm going to talk over you and not let you finish a sentence just like you taught me to do. Cause that's what you do when you're in fights. And he's like, oh, me? No, that was you. That was you. Like, yeah. Okay. That I was obviously never, you. you taught me that. Like, yeah, right. Okay. Right. I, yeah, it's really interesting to see Ariana see the relationship from a different angle now and be like, no, now that I'm not the fun girl that can party all night until 2 a.m. in the hot tub, you don't want me anymore. And I'm like, fuck. Right. That's sad. And that's exactly what it is. I know, but it's still sad. This man needs to grow up. He's fucking 40, over 40 years old. Well, He's just a danger to society. Like, I really agree with that. He's just going to continue to use and abuse women for his own selfish needs and fulfillment. Yeah. And it's just unfortunate. <laughs> that girl, did you see um, the girl that he was supposedly like on a date with in Texas put out yeah. a statement? No. Yeah, she put out a statement and she was like, um, Lesson to self, don't hang out with people that are famous unless you want to be tied to them. Um, I I was never on a date with him. It was like a simple friend hangout or something. And she was just saying, like, I didn't ask for this. I'm getting like all these threats and I'm getting all this hate and I'm not dating him. I don't care about him. And so I think that is a very interesting point though it's like if this man is involved in a massive scandal right now like maybe just stay away from him if you don't want to be tied to it uh, a thousand percent hello like you're a pretty blonde low-key influencer in texas and you hung out with something that's in a massive scandal like i have a hard time believing that you didn't want any kind of attention from this you know a thousand percent so that was interesting but a thousand percent I yeah, she was trying. I think she was probably trying to get like followers or whatever, whether they were on a date or not. And yeah, her name it, out there. It backfired. Uh, yeah, because nobody should be messing with that man. Okay, so I think the latest and greatest on what the big reveal is going to be. It's I think it's going to be about the timeline. 
I think it's going to be a different timeline. I do. I think that uh, it just makes sense because nothing else quite makes sense. Like, obviously, we, you know, the thing about Lisa knowing, I don't know that that would, like, be breaking news because she, one, is a producer. Two, has to see and hear all sides, like, of everything just because of the nature of the show. So, I feel like she probably did know sooner, but that wouldn't be mind-blowing or life-changing. But I feel like it would be a big fucking deal if the timeline was different because for James, it's just going to be like a different level of betrayal for him, I think. And he's already like so sensitive about this situation and like bummed out on it that I could see it affecting him big time. I wouldn't be surprised though either if part of it was how much production saw and like if production was there and had filmed them making out or whatever, or like sneaking into a room together or something like that at Sheena's wedding. Um, because they, I feel like a lot of them start to see these showrunners and these producers that follow them as, as their friends. friends. I see. And so I think that if production knew or production had saw this or like somebody that had regularly filmed Tom and Ariana had accidentally filmed Tom and Raquel making out. I feel like Ariana would be feel betrayed by the show and may not want to sign back up for the show with those product with that production. I could see that. That's a really good point. Um, so timeline. Yes. But I also think I also think production could be a big part of it. A factor. Yeah. That's a good point. I want to hear, I want to hear from Raquel, like, when Lisa asks her, how could you make out with Schwartz when you were already sleeping with Sandoval? I want to know. She doesn't care. Well, I think, I don't think she'll admit this, but I think she was just trying to make Sandoval jealous. Yeah, a thousand percent. I just think she was pissed that she was like, I did my part. Why the fuck have you still not done your part and breaking yeah. up with Ariana so we can be together? Like, she's fucking delusional. Yep. So delusional. Even in these interviews, I'm like, the one-on-ones with Andy, I'm like, this is so painful to watch you, girl. So painful. Yeah. Is she is she calculated? Is she just dumb? Is she being manipulated by Sandoval? Like, what is going on here? Or is it all of it? You know? All of it. Yeah, all of it. I mean, even Sandoval. So this episode of the reunion was when Sandoval threw his temper tantrum outside the trailer. Oh, that was good. And (laughs) I, first of all, that producer needs a raise for dealing Mm -hmm. with those two fucking idiots. Mm -hmm. And that was obviously him realizing I need to coach her because she's about to come in and I don't want this filmed because I don't want to look bad. Well, yeah. Did you even see, you know how he like gets up and walks away and Sheena's like, you can go. I'm just giving him something. He's like, oh, okay. Oh, you know, he walks off all awkwardly. When he first gets outside, like opens the door, he goes blowing it. He like says it. The camera's like catches him saying he's blowing it. And I'm like, he realizes there's no way out of this where you can look like a good guy. There's just no way. No. you're You're not even owning it in a way that would like make you semi-redeemable like you just are putting your head in the sand this is your story you're going with it and it's despicable well yeah because he's not actually owning anything he's it's all his version of owning it is like these fake apologies and this fake crying and all of this stuff like 
you're not taking accountability. You're just trying to make people feel sorry for you so they won't be as hard on you. Well, exactly. And he was any shifting blame the entire time back on Ariana's still. Yes. So it's like, I don't know, dude. He's just a sick, sick motherfucker. And that whole scene with him and Raquel sitting down talking was awkward as fuck, first of all. Like, they don't know how to act around each other because they're trying to be normal, but they probably act like boyfriend and girlfriend all the time. Yeah. And um, it just was awkward. He, like, stands up. He's like, all right, see you later. And he gives us, her this awkward hug, and she, like, sits down. You could tell she's like, okay, and sits down, grabs her phone, probably because he's about to text her, whatever, yeah. you know? And then he, like, re- you could see him realize, like, fuck. And he's like, I just need a minute alone. I will say that I do agree with Tom when he says, legally, I deserve a break. And I do agree with that because I do think it's unfair to have a camera in their face 24-7 and not give them, all right, cool, you, you got 20 minutes and then we're putting a camera back on you or whatever, you know? Yeah, but I do understand them also saying, like, you signed a contract that if you are with any other cast members, you will be filmed. Okay, that's true. That's true. They weren't denying him a break. They were denying him a break with other cast members. Okay, you're right. Like, you can, he said, like, you can go, there's food available. You can go grab your food, go sit in your trailer and be by yourself and there won't be a camera. But you cannot have all these other cast members around you and have all these private conversations. Without a camera. Right. You're filming a reality show. You're filming a reunion and we will be filming this. You will be mic'd. Okay. You're right. I I'm, I guess I missed that part of it of like, you can take a break. You just can't take a break with another cast member off camera. Yeah. And okay. he was like, that makes Tom was trying to argue like everybody else isn't being filmed. And he was like, yes, they are. Cause they're all eating lunch together. They have a camera. If they were all separated in their trailers, they wouldn't have a camera. James wasn't in that conversation at lunch because James was by himself. Right. No, I get it. No, I get it now. That didn't, I guess I didn't catch that point before. Cause I was like, I get it. Like I would be like, leave me the fuck alone for 30 minutes. But it's the fact that he wanted to be alone with Raquel that they were like, right. no. Okay. So that makes sense. Right. He's so calculated. He's so annoying. He's so annoying. <laughs> and if you want to be alone, then go be alone. Bye. So yeah, um, it, was, it was all calculated. He's like, he's manipulating the narrative to make people feel bad for him. And that's all he's done this entire reunion. You're right. You're totally right. So fuck him. Fuck them. Um, We also saw, I don't think we talked about it on the podcast. Maybe we did, but they, uh, somebody caught him on an airplane talking on the phone and they caught a picture of who he was talking to and says Raquel on it. So it's like, you guys are not broken up. Well, and then there's this infamous picture going around of Raquel in an airport. Wait, everyone's saying that's not her now. People are like, that's not her. That's clearly not Raquel. I think think somebody sent it in thinking it was. I don't know if there's truth behind it. I don't know. It looks like her and she looks pregnant. But I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, it does. 100% her. I don't know. It does look like her though. And it's a video and she has like that pregnancy waddle. So yeah. Yep. Uh, at the, this point, for I the won't... sake of the optional baby, I hope it's not. Right. Right. And at this point, I'm like, I won't be surprised by anything anymore. No. no like absolutely. the amount of surprises we've already got have been 
wild and nothing I could ever predict. No. So anything else is just going to be like, oh, yeah, obviously. I I struggle because it's like, I know Tom and Ariana worked together for so long and everybody, like the entire world has been so shocked, including myself. So incredibly shocked that he cheated on her. But mm. look at all of his past relationships. Like, why were we all shocked? Because he was good at manipulating. He was such uh like even still I'm rewatching the series and like watching the um reunions. And now that we know what we know about Sandoval, it's so clear him manipulating every scene, every situation, every conversation. But during those filming years or whatever, you don't think that about him. You think that about Jax, but you don't think that about Sandoval. So he just hid for so long all this toxic, gross behavior and was able to spin it. He was able to spin it on Kristen. He was able to spin it on Miami Girl until he got too messy with it. Way too messy. And he involved a girl and had a full-on affair with somebody that probably said she wanted to get married and have babies. And that's what she thinks is going to happen. And meanwhile, he's just fucking around. Just do what he does. Just do what he does. So that was, I don't know. That was just like. It's so disheartening. Yeah. Watching it back is wild. It's wild. Yeah. It's, it's sad. The whole thing is sad. Really? Like. (laughs) God, fuck. Okay. We also need to talk about Sheena's full-on breakdown about Raquel hurting her and what she did and everything. And then it cuts to Raquel in the trailer. Not a single emotion on Emotionless. her face. Emotionless. Bro. A smirk more than anything. Bro, like, oh my God, this person is terrifying. She... And I feel so much for Sheena. Oh, my God. That poor girl. That poor girl. Raquel is legitimately like a psychopath. Like, Yeah, that's she, what I think, too. She cannot feel emotion. Like, how are you looking at all of these people hysterically crying, all the hurt that you've caused to all of these people, and not even look Tear like up. you have any remorse? Yeah. Zero remorse. I don't know. It's a It's a different kind of sick. Like, that's truly psychotic. Like, what mm-hmm. in the fuck is wrong with you? Mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah, I I mean, I do agree with you with Sheena. I feel absolutely terrible for her. I feel like this has really wrecked her mm-hmm. emotionally, which I don't know how it couldn't. Right. And, um, yeah, I don't think it's fair. I think Sheena got brought into this as, like, an outsider, and she didn't deserve to be brought into the middle of all the drama. No! No way. And especially with like the fucking restraining order and shit. Yeah. Sheena was collateral damage. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. It's really too bad. It's really too bad. It's sad. Um, Did we talk about the Randall scandal in here? No. Do you want to? Yeah. So I just found a clip on Instagram and it's Sheena talking about when right after her one-on-one. So her one-on-one with um, Sandoval, Brock leaves and takes the baby and they go to like the park or something. They're yeah. just out of the house. So yeah. Sheena's saying that on 
Sandoval's way out, Brock was walking back in with the baby and Sandoval basically like threatens him and was like, Raquel hired a private investigator. So when they find the video of Sheena punching Raquel, like things are going to be really bad for you. Basically threatening. So he goes in, he cries his heart out to Sheena. Mm -hmm. I'm so sorry. No, 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 blah, blah, blah. Like I didn't mean to hurt you. I don't know why you won't be my friend. Blah, blah, Mm -hmm. blah, blah. Immediately walks outside stone cold. Yeah, we're suing you guys and uh, or or have this restraining order against you guys. And this shit's going to be real bad for Sheena because they're going to find this video and we have a P.I. Mm -hmm. So it just further proves how much of a narcissist he is because it's very clear that he was not able to re-manipulate Sheena into believing whatever he wanted her to believe. So Mm -hmm. then he went into meltdown mode and told, you know, Brock. Threaten. It's a threat. Yeah, you're right. A, a threat because he couldn't get Sheena to believe what he was saying. Right. So wild. Right. It, it never it, ends. Ugh. It never ends. It never ends. Um, so a side note to the Vanderpump. We started watching the new documentary on Hulu, the Randall scandal about Randall Emmett and who he is just as a person and everything that him and Lala went through in their relationship and shit like that. Um, wow. Wow. It's right. It's only one episode. I know. I thought it was going to be multiple episodes, but I had no idea how dark of a man this he was, how twisted, how manipulative, how just self-satisfying this man was. Wow. Wow. Yeah, it's sick. It's sick. It's absolutely disgusting. Lala's mom and brother were on the documentary, and it was really sad for me to watch them because they were like, we loved Randall. Like, Randall was everything. Randall was the reason that we were able to deal with, you know, Lala's dad passing and all of that. And he was there. He comforted us. He this, he that. And then by the end of it, they all realized who he was. And they were like, we hate him. Yeah, they were duped. I have never hated anybody more. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's so, it's, it's so, so sad. sad. It's so sad. And obviously, like, Looking back now, were there probably signs that Lala should stay away from this guy? And like, you know, yeah, obviously, but but he knew what he was doing. He went over, he went after a hot wannabe actress. Right. That was super young and believed what uh, believed whatever he wanted her to believe. Exactly. And I just feel sad for her because I think like obviously on her. He preyed on her and she fucking rode hard for that man. Hard. Um, What was it? There was something that I was like, oh, that's interesting that we haven't heard from Lala about that. There was like an altercation between them or something, right? Yeah. So I think it was after she had already given birth to um, Ocean. And I think it was kind of in the midst of like her about to leave. And they got into a physical altercation. Mm-hmm. where he was like not backing down he like tackled a tackled her to the ground and so scary that's scary mm-hmm. there was also um her mom was lala's mom 
Lisa was talking a lot about um, Lala's birth and that experience when she gave birth to Ocean. Oh. And so at that <laughs> time, Lala had a podcast with Randall. Her podcast was Give Them Lala with Randall. And they would talk together and blah, blah, blah. Um, they did a whole birth story on the podcast. And he was, they both kind of acted the whole time in the birth story. Like, he was there the whole time. I was there with her, blah, 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 blah. Okay. That's not what happened. It comes to find out. Come to find out, Randall rented himself a private room at the hospital. And he only came in for the birth because she, Lala's mom came in and was like, if you do not get your ass up and go to the room right now, you're going to miss your daughter being born. And so he walked in and within an hour, he was gone again, out of the hotel, gone. He didn't come home from the hospital with them. He wasn't there after the hospital. He told Lala's brother, oh, you don't have to be there for the first two years. The kid doesn't remember it anyways. You can go do whatever you want. Oh, my God. Um, it's just concerning. It's just weird to me with like how strong of a woman Lala is that on and maybe she did and she just never talked about it, but like on some level as a woman, you would be like, Where the fuck are you? What yeah. are you doing? Why uh, are and you I think, not here? And I think she did, but I think she was just writing for him so hard and she had been so defensive of him for every single thing that it was like, Oh, I can't go back on what I've said now. Well, and he like probably continued to manipulate how she felt and saw thousand percent. What else was interesting is in obviously the episode, the episode's really well done. I really like it. I like who they chose to interview. I like the clips that they use from like Randall speaking on the show or Lala speaking on other podcasts or whatever. Like it was really well done. Um, But I was going to say it was interesting because there's a, I think it was on there where there was a scene from Lala talking about the day she found out he was cheating and that she saw the pictures. And even though the pictures didn't depict anything, you know, there was no arms around anyone. There was no kissing. There was no anything suspicious. She said, I knew in my gut when I saw those photos, what was going on. And she's like, and I just, that was it. It was a flip in my head. And I'm like, that's so interesting. Yeah. It's wild. I also saw um, a clip from so Lala and Heather McDonald, who's a comedian and actress, whatever. She has a podcast, very famous, The Juicy Scoop. And uh-huh. Heather McDonald said on her podcast that Lala had told her in privacy that just until the last like two months, that Lala had to give Randall. That's right. 50% of all endorsement money from her podcast. So not only is she getting fucking chump change for child support, she also had to pay him more for the podcast than what she was getting in child support. What a piece of shit this man is. He hasn't been on the podcast in years. I'm sure there was like some yeah. Contract that they signed with these endorsements that his name, like, because his name was on, mm-hmm. I'm sure they signed an endorsement with his name at part of the podcast name. Uh huh. Because it used to be Give Them Lala with Randall. So I'm sure the with Randall was still on the contracts. And so he, 
would seek legal action because he's money hungry and he's yep. a piece yeah. of shit. Yeah, obviously. That's so creepy, dude. What a sick man. What a sick freak. And like even imagine. this story about him coming to Hollywood and like who he preyed on, how he went after people, like all the 50 cent stuff, which that shit was fucking funny. It was so funny, but I don't think I realized the depth of it until this documentary. Neither did I. Neither did I, but it was so good. Like I forgot how fucking stupid Randall looked on social media because yeah. of 50 like an cent. he's hooked up to all these scenes he's in the hospital it's just like it's so good it's so good yeah it was kind of wild and they even interviewed one of his high school friends and even his high school friend was like yeah he's always kind of been like this yeah yeah it was good i am just so thankful for lala that she never actually married the man Oh, my God. And I also think it's kind of interesting because I'm sure they asked, like, his first wife, Amber, like, her opinion on stuff or, like, you know, I'm sure people have gone after her for thoughts. But I'm like, it's interesting that we just don't hear from her. We never have. To. I, you, honestly, I would assume it's so fucking traumatic that. You're right. Like, how could you go back and relive all that? Yeah, you're right. Damn. Good Lord. What a sick fuck. It's really sad when you, like sit and think how much an effect one person can have on many, 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 many lives. Like yeah. one person. It's, you gotta, yeah. It's there's terrifying. Pa- it's pa- there's power in that. And that's what everyone's after. Yeah, for sure. Well, even, I think the most disturbing part, honestly, like after all the Lala stuff and like all of that, I honestly think the most disturbing part was when they talked about the last film he did with Bruce Willis. Oh, yeah. How yeah. Bruce had to have a mic in his ear because he couldn't remember any of his lines. Like now we know that Bruce Willis has been diagnosed with this disease. This, yeah, it's like a, it's a severe form of like dementia or something. And yeah, it, it's like a memory thing. Yeah. And he couldn't remember his lines. He couldn't remember what was going on. He thought that the scenes that they were shooting in the film were actually real life. He didn't understand why this, the waitress kept pouring him coffee over and over and over again he he was like i didn't order anymore you just gave me coffee i don't get it like mm-hmm. he's so confused he has mm-hmm. no idea what's going on and randall is just screaming at him the entire time because he can't get his shot yeah he's like what the hell's the problem like being aggressive and then bruce is looking at everyone on set like did i mess up did i do something wrong because he doesn't understand what's going on it's so sad and like borderline so he should have been working. Well, not only that, but like that's abusive. Yeah. Oh. So. Yeah. yeah. It's, that was it's a. Sad. So, are there going to be more episodes, or are there not? There's one so far. There's one so far, and I had seen something that said it would be like a ten episode thing, but oh. no, no other episodes have dropped. So I'm not totally sure what the story is with that. Yeah, it says TV series. So. I don't know. I don't know. But it also came out like two weeks ago. So I'm not totally sure the status or if there's going to be more episodes. Um, It says first episode date. So it sounds like they're talking like there will be multiples. 
It's funny. Did you read the description for the show? (laughs) It's so funny. It says, when B-movie mogul Randall Emmett's relationship with Vanderpump Rules star Lollicat explodes, he's caught in a swarm of bombshell allegations. But I just love that that's the opening line. B-movie mogul. Yeah, literally. B-movie mogul. Yeah, because it says... TV series... Yeah, I don't know. It's so weird. I don't know. It did release on Monday, and it released the Monday before Memorial Day. So I'm hoping tomorrow it'll release another one because it's... But, no. I know. I don't know. No, I think what it is, is it's... um, This makes sense now. It's... It's done by the same studio, new studio... Or NBC studio. It's done by the same studio that does all these other one-off stories about the scandals. So, oh. like, the housewife and the hustler, the housewife and the Shaw shocker, um, Wendy Williams, what a mess. Like, it's the same people that do all these one-offs. So, I'm wondering if it's just one of those. Well, we'll oh, find maybe. out. Maybe, maybe not. Be cool if there are more, because that shit was... I could not find time to watch TV that week. And I, you kept being like, did you watch? I'm like, I've got to watch. i got to watch. I want to watch so oh, bad. So and then good. once I did, I was like, okay, I can, I get it. I cannot stop watching. It was so good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, everybody needs to watch it. Vanderpump is everywhere. It's involved in every show, every conversation. Like the shit is wild. Yeah. Uh-huh. And it should be. It deserves its time now. Well, and everyone was saying, like, on that documentary, too, like, Randall's biggest mistake was going on a reality show. Like, a thousand percent. A this thousand man percent. just let everybody in for speculation. And, yeah, but look what? at all these fucking losers go on these reality shows. Like, mm-hmm. look at Jen Shaw. Look at Teresa. Look at all of these. Um, speaking well, of even, Trump, you know, um, Girardi. Like he knew what yeah. he was doing, and he, like he let his wife go on one of the biggest reality shows. Like, oh my god, Ugh. it's just it, it's obvious that all of these people have something in common, which they're all narcissists. So they yeah. all feel invincible. They genuinely feel yeah. like they will never get caught. Like there is no wrong. They're doing you know, right everything right. So I just, yeah, there's no remorse. Do we want to talk about the fact that Erica was photographed with some 70, 80 year old rich man this week? Uh, The only thing I have to say is I'm not really surprised. (laughs) Erica, it's so weird. It's weird, but especially because she could get a freaking like 30 year old. That's what I mean. Like she can get anybody she wants. Um, I don't know. I mean. She wasn't raised with a dad. Maybe it's just a daddy issue thing. I'm not. It's either daddy issues or money. There's no in between. Or both. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well. Um. Real fast. Have you heard all this drama about Teresa is in trouble again with the IRS for owing back taxes of like almost $20,000? <laughs> no, but I'm not surprised. Supposedly. So her and Louie did not get a prenup. Supposedly, Louie promised all this money that he had, and he doesn't have as much as he promised. Now they don't have a prenup, and there's all this back taxes. What? 
I didn't know that it was like he had lied about how much he made, which obviously, duh. duh. But what? Yeah. Damn, girl. Could you imagine her second, both marriages? She gets put in the clinker for fucking taxes. Whatever. Whatever. If you're dumb and you, you don't attract listen what to, you are. Yeah. If you don't want to listen to anybody around you and act like you're holier than thou, then you pay the price of that. You're yeah. bad fucking judgment. Yeah. She has the worst judgment. And also, and there's. She only got with the pool guy. Whoever that pool guy was at one time working on her yes. pool, he was attractive. He seemed respectful. Like, why are we going for these douchey That's why she didn't want him, though, because she's not respectful. You're right. She'd have to act accordingly then. Yeah. Um, also, there's a clip going around on social media of Caroline Manto doing an interview. Have you seen this with her daughter, Lauren? No. And um, they did this interview and they were asked, did you call the feds? Because that was Teresa's big story. Like Caroline called the feds. Caroline called. Right. The feds. Caroline's like, I did not call the feds. She goes, but I was sitting there at the table and watched who did it. <gasps> she goes, I know exactly who did it because I was there. And she goes, I'll never say who did it. I will never, ever, <laughs> ever say who did it. She goes, I did not, but I watched it. I saw the whole thing go down. So the Gorgas, you think? I don't know. I don't or know. So was it like it's, it's alleged that one of Joe's business partner, one of Joe Gorga's business partners called, mm. but Joe knew the information to give him to call. I have no idea. I don't know. All I know is. The reason your ass went to jail is because of what you and your husband did. Not yes. because of who called. Not because of this, that, or the other on TV. Because no. of what you and your husband thought you could get away with. So right. fucking sit down and shut the fuck up. Right. I, it is so I beyond time for Melissa and Joe to cut her off. It's beyond time. And if that, for me, meant being off the show, bye. Go. She's the most toxic, disgusting, vile person on TV right now. Like, I, I can't do it. No. I cannot do it. And it's clear that it's clear that there's obviously a mess on both sides. It's clear that Melissa yeah, and sure. Joe's side isn't clean. And neither is Teresa and Louise. But I, I do think Melissa and Joe have made more genuine, positive attempts over the years. And Teresa ever acknowledged, mm -hmm. accepted. Or did in return. Never. Yeah. So. I agree. And all of this. My parents would be so disappointed. Your parents should be disappointed in your ass. In yes. you. Because. You think your parents were disappointed when you went to jail for over a year? Because of your husband. Yours. Not Melissa's. Not Joe's wife. Your husband. I'm over it, dude. Fucking. Whatever. I'm, I'm just so tired of it. I'm so excited to watch this new New York Housewives because I am yeah. hoping it seems fresh. It seems different. And even the way they film the promo and like are introducing the girls, I'm like, oh, it looks like they brought in new producers or new editors or something like it doesn't feel dated. But we haven't watched a single episode, so it could be right. dated. But I'm going to hold my excitement until the episode drops. Okay. Otherwise, <laughs> <Really> <laughs> um, 
Okay, I'm starving, so I'm going to go yeah. eat soon. All right. I think that's it for this week, guys. Thanks for joining us for another episode of Relatable Reality, always on iHeartRadio, Apple Podcast app, and Spotify. And then follow us on Instagram at Relatable Reality Podcast. Thanks, guys. Have a great week. Bye. Bye.